What's up, Knicks fans? We are back for another live edition. This is episode 12. It is June 10th. I'm Anthony. That is Chris, my co-host. Back for a live edition, Chris. What's going on, man? Not much, man. Feeling pretty good, you know? Enjoying the uh, the off-season. Um, ready to talk some Knicks, man. How you been, Ant? I've been good. We were on here a couple of weeks ago. Um, have some news to touch on, touch up on, but... You know, as always, if you're new here, please subscribe to the channel. Please uh, follow the uh, Spotify channel and hit that thumbs up button. Really helps out the algorithm. But first, Chris, I mean, I guess we could touch on some news that came out uh, a couple of weeks ago. Julius Randle, the Knicks all-star, had um, ankle surgery. And, you know, a lot of reactions to that ankle surgery were, you know, Knicks fans were like, Look, he had ankle surgery, but still, does does that mean that that means that his effort was like, what does the ankle have to do with his effort, right? What does the ankle have to do with his his play on the court? But you know, um, I I have some thoughts on it, but I, I guess I I'll get your opinion, and you know, I'll touch on it. So Julius Randle gets ankle surgery. You know, he we know he was clearly hampered in the playoffs, but what are your thoughts about his getting him getting ankle surgery and? Do you think it's just like a PR move, like a little, little a minor surgery? I'm I'm sure it's a minor surgery, but what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean it's it's really it's it's interesting to me because um, I mean I didn't think about it being a PR move, but that that's kind of a that makes me kind of think a little bit there to yeah. be honest with you. That's yeah. that is something the Knicks would do, you know, just kind of to protect Randall, but. You know, if he if he had surgery, if he had to get surgery on his ankle and and he was out there playing like that, I could see kind of maybe just giving him somewhat of a pass for the you know effort. But then again, if you're out there and you're playing, you know, I don't I don't think I don't think it changes the outlook too much, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, Knicks are nice in the chat. Says LOL, def definitely a PR move. You know, when it first came out, a lot of Knicks fans were like, they were showing footage of Julius Randle on a defensive end, taking possessions off. Obviously, we know the many defensive plays that he took off in the playoffs. And he he twisted the ankle twice, though. Um, He twisted it twice. He twisted it once against the Heat, and then he twisted it, the Heat again in the regular season, and then he twisted it again against the Cavs in the first round. Remember, before that, he was balling. He was playing his ass off, so... Look, his ankle could have been really bad, and he's uh, bad enough to get surgery. So whether it was a PR move or not, to me, it doesn't take away from the fact that his effort on the defensive end, I mean, you got to show it, man. I mean, players are hurt right now in the NBA Finals. The NBA Finals is going on right now, and you can see Jimmy Butler's hampered. But, uh, you know, effort, you don't teach effort, and, you know, bad ankle or not, you don't take possessions off. So, you know, hopefully Julius Randle can get healthy um, from the start to the, the until the start of the um, regular season. He probably will. But yeah, so Julius Randle, who's to say it was a PR stunt? But I just simply to me, you just can't teach the effort. I mean, there was too many plays that in the playoffs, Chris, where he just, you know, was lax the days ago. Kevin Love was driving right by him. So, you know, I was I, I we do want Julius Randle to get healthy, but can't teach effort yeah exactly and and when you're at that point in time of the season you know every like you said everybody is banged up and 
you know, if you're that hurt where you needed surgery and, and, you know, it was just that bad, sometimes you got to, you know, take a step back and look at, yeah, I, I understand you want to be on the court, but at what point do you become a detriment to your team when you can't, you know, play defense, when you can only, you know, kind of be a decoy out there? You know, maybe it would have been better if Randall sat out, you know, let somebody else try to get some shine like Obi. You know, I mean, <laughs> those are all things that go through my head, especially when, you know, you're battling in the playoffs, you know, and uncharted territory. Yeah. And speaking of Obi, well, we're going to touch on some, you know, rumors, some trades. Um, I have a few graphics to pull up and you guys can chime in as well. But um, also what went down after we recorded our last podcast, Chris, was Scott Perry. The Knicks and Scott Perry sort of parted ways. Um, it was it was kind of like a, a lot of people saw this coming. But, you know, Scott Perry, obviously, he has done some great moves. Obviously, he has, you know, done some poor moves as well in terms of drafting um, Kevin Knox and, and such and such. But overall, if I was to give Scott Perry a grade, I would give him, you know, a B minus. He, he did a pretty solid job. But right now, the New York Knicks have a lot of voices in their front office led by Leon Rose. So Scott Perry was kind of the odd man out. Even, you know, some of the trade talks with regarding Donovan Mitchell, Scott Perry, it was reported that he wasn't really, you know, involved in those talks. It was Rosas that was doing the talking and Leon Rose was just behind the scenes trying to get um, things rolling. But Knicks have a void at GM, Chris. Um, you know, I do not know where they go here. Maybe they hire within uh, my sort of take on that is maybe they promote like an Allen Houston. Maybe they promote from within. Um, I don't see them hiring like a Bob Myers. I don't see Bob Myers coming in to New York and taking, look, he was president of basketball ops in Golden State. Obviously, what he built there was great. Um, but, you know, when you draft Curry, Green, and Klay Thompson makes your life a whole lot easier. But I don't see Bob Myers coming in. That was a rumor when Scott Perry got um, – when Scott Perry um, parted ways with the Knicks, but in my opinion, I just see them hiring within. Um, I don't really see this as a as a as a blip on the radar. Um, it's just one of those things where I just think the New York Knicks are gonna, you know, hire within and just see what see where it goes from there. Yeah, I I actually agree. Um, I actually think exactly who you said, Allen Houston, will be the one stepping into that role. Yeah, you know, who has been with the Knicks. Has obviously has history with the Knicks, and you know I don't see a Bob Myers, although it would be kind of cool. Um, we all know what he did with Golden State, but um, I agree with you. I think it's gonna be just kind of like a um, you know promotion for Allen Houston type of deal, and you know I was actually pretty surprised. Um, I didn't think they would let go of Scott Perry. Um, like you said, he had some bad moves, good moves, but overall, you know he did he did well considering. If you really look back where the Knicks were, uh, Steve Mills days and all that. But, yeah. um, yep. you know, I, I think he did really well. And I wish Scott Perry nothing but the best. I mean, uh, you know, he's made some moves that moved us in the right direction here. Yeah, he has. And um, hopefully he'll probably get a job somewhere else, whether, you know, that's, you know, a low, uh, a market like that's, you know, maybe a Charlotte or, you know, uh, market like that but as of right now the Knicks don't really have a GM but th of course I mean you have Leon Rose there Rosas I mean they have guys that are running the show I mean Scott Perry was the name he was you know Scott Perry he was actual he was a GM I mean, he was 
he actually did a pretty good job. So Scott Perry's on the way out, and we also have some other news, some NBA news to touch on. We have some coaches that are, you know, signing these massive deals. Monty Williams is reported getting reportedly getting seventy five million dollars from the Detroit is, Pistons, which is yeah. absolutely insane. Um, if 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 Monty Williams is getting that, you know, a lot of these coaches around the NBA are under paid um and then we also have jb on team usa that should be fun and then um yeah what are your thoughts about that jb on team usa these coaches man getting these get in the bag bro get in the bag um i remember hearing about the monty to detroit and i was like no way he goes <laughs> from what he had before to detroit yeah. i don't care how much money you give this man and i guess i was wrong <laughs> It's incredible how much money he got. Um, I mean, I can't blame him. I would take it too, but um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's insane. I I, I imagine what uh Budenhauser is gonna get. You know, imagine what uh some of these coaches that are out there. There's a lot of good coaches available right now. Yeah, so, uh, they are. I mean, Monty set the stage. That's for sure. Um, Nurse got snatched up by Philly. Yeah. That's that's gonna be interesting too. Do you think that uh you know another topic? Do you think that keeps uh Embiid? I think it keeps leaving? Embiid. Um, Harden has been reportedly that he's he's torn between Philly and and Houston, but you know I think this summer is gonna be a lot of movement, and, and whether or not yeah. the Knicks are involved is going to be pretty interesting. Obviously, we had the Chris Paul news drop a few days ago that the Suns were. You know, they came out that they were releasing Chris Paul, and then another report came out that they're going to try to find a trade partner for Chris Paul. Who knows? But then we had, after that, we had the Emmanuel Quickly rumors come out saying that the Suns are, you know, the Suns were always high on Emmanuel Quickly, and people started freaking out on Twitter. And look, I don't think the New York Knicks are trading <laughs> Emmanuel Quickly to Phoenix for Chris Paul. Um, the Phoenix Suns would ha definitely have to give us way more than that. But in regarding Chris Paul, it'll probably go to a contender. I brought it up on Twitter. Um, would you take Chris Paul in the garden? It's probably 10 years too late. But, hey, he's a mid-range bucket go-getter. He, he can splash the mid-range shot. And what were we missing during the playoffs, man? Scoring and shooting. But that's not what the Knicks need right now. So I don't think that's going to happen. No, I mean, I don't I don't see CP3 coming in here and taking like a, you know, Derrick Rose type of role and just waiting for playoffs type of deal. I mean, yeah, I don't see that happening. I think he wants to play. I think he feels, you know, he still has a lot of game left. Um, I don't think. I mean, we have Jalen Brunson. I mean, there's there's no room for a CP3 here, and um, and even if that, then we got Emmanuel quickly, who again, you know, we're gonna start hearing these rumors. You know, teams are gonna start. Oh, we're interested in quickly. We might give him this. We might give him that. They're gonna put the pressure on the Knicks to make a decision on whether they sign him. Or, you know, take a risk and let them become uh, restricted. So it's it's going to yeah. get interesting here. It will. It's going to be interesting to see if the Knicks extend quickly. Um, seems like the number has been coming down. Um, you know, when we first were talking about it, it was 100 mil. Now it seems like, you know, 70, 80, maybe. Um, but we can touch on that as the time comes. Chris, you want to get into some of these trades, some of these trade rumors? Let's, let's do it. <laughs> so I, so we put together some graphics for you guys. Hopefully you guys can, you know, engage with them as well. We put together four trade packages that either I would like to see or Chris would like to see or just, you know, 
whether or not it happens. But, you know, it's the summer. Things are slow right now. So we just wanted to have some fun regarding trade packages. So the, this first trade, let's get this first trade out the way. All right. So the New York Knicks receive Miles Turner and Quis Duarte. And the Pacers receive Obi Toppin, Mitchell Robinson, and a 2024 first-round pick, top 10 protected. I guess I'll give my opinion as to why I actually like this trade, Chris. So, as we all know, our center right now is Mitchell Robinson, right? And we're giving Mitchell Robinson up in this deal. Okay, we're giving Mitchell Robinson to the Indiana Pacers. We're getting a stretch five, which is so important in today's day, in today's day and age, right? Miles Turner can hit the three. He can rebound. He's a good defender. I think he's taller than Mitchell Robinson. So I think you pair him with Julius Randle. If the Knicks keep Julius Randle, I think it really unlocks a, another element of our offense because um, right now we're a little bit one-dimensional, especially when you have inefficiency from Barrett and Mitchell Robinson, whether or not you think the Knicks don't really run plays for him, point that to coaching. That's another subject for another day. But Miles Turner and Julius Randle are close. I see them exploring this as well as the Indiana Pacers have two picks in this coming draft. So maybe they can, you know, work around that as well. But that's my take on this, Chris. If I were the Knicks, I would do this trade. I don't know about you, but I would do it. What are your thoughts? Uh, I'll throw it to you. I don't I don't really like this one. <laughs> I mean, uh, call, call me a little bit crazy, but I don't, I don't I'm not in the Miles Turner hype. Um, Ooh, I know he can. I know he can stretch the stretch the floor a bit, but I, I don't like Miles Turner. I feel like he doesn't have a high engine. You know, I mean, I, I guess you could say the same thing. Same thing about Mitch at times, but you know, you're also giving up Obi Toppin, who everybody here knows I love and do not want to part with. But you know, I don't feel like this does much for us, in in my opinion. You know, Chris Duarte, what is he gonna bring that? You know, OB probably can't, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. If, I don't like this one. If OB stays on this team, he's only playing 10 minutes a game. I mean, and do you see the Knicks resigning him? I don't know. We already had this discussion last podcast about OB Toppin, that he should look elsewhere to go. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. But... <laughs> Same thing with Chris Duarte, though. If Chris Duarte comes here, you know, he's going to be in the same position as Obi Toppin, you know? Yeah, and he did have a poor shooting year last year, Chris Duarte. Um, he shot 31% from three compared to his rookie year where he actually shot 36%. Came into this league. I think the Knicks scouted him pretty well. Um, yeah. So, Miles Turner, Chris Duarte, Miles Turner. As Knicks are nice pointed out in the chat, Knicks are Miles Turner is cool with Julius Randle. So take that into consideration. Daryl in the chat says, no, no, no. <laughs> so I'm open to it. Chris is a no. Daryl says no. Knicks are nice. Says no <laughs> as well. I don't know. I, I just see the New York Knicks doing a deal with Indiana. I just, whether it, it's regarding this package or whether it's something else, you know, Who's, who knows? But I just, there's been too much rumors around the Indiana Pacers and the New York Knicks, especially their two first round picks at the end of the draft. Knowing the New York Knicks history, drafting pretty well at the end of the drafts, 
I don't know. I just feel like there's like a connection there, and I, whether it's this trade or another trade, who knows? Yeah, yeah, I do agree with that. I've, I've heard the Knicks and the Pacers linked, you know, left and right, and it could be something small. It could be something, maybe something like this, but uh, hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it looks like I'm on an island here. So everyone's saying no. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I know Miles Turner could be all cozy with Randall, and that's fine. But I think we uh, we know it's it's the Jalen Brunson show here, and it's we got to build around people who Jalen Brunson likes, not who Julius Randall likes. You want me to read you Miles Turner's stats last season? He did get hurt <laughs> at the end of last season. Gave you a cool right, 18 go. points, shot 37% from three from your center. That's pretty all good, right. man. Seven and a half rebounds a game. He plays small for his size. Um Almost a steal a game too. So, hey, give it a look. But looking like a no across the board. Um, Knicks are nice in the chat. Says I think Obi for Duarte is legit. Begley mentioned it. Mm. Got some legs yeah. to it. Ian Begley mentioned it. Obi for Duarte. Don't know about the Turner news, but I would do that if the Knicks can get a first for for Obi for Duarte, right? Yeah, I mean. In that case, I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I, I, it's, it is true, though. I do remember Bagley mentioning uh, Duarte for Obi. That definitely was circling around, and it made me nervous as hell because, again, I don't want Obi to be gone. But, yeah. you know, it's hard to hard to see Obi staying here with if things stay the way that they currently have played out for him, at least. All right. So let's hit this next trade that we have come up with. This next trade involves the New York Knicks. And the Chicago Bulls. Now, let me warn you guys. This is a big one. All right. This this could be ruffle some feathers here. So here we go. So we have the New York Knicks receiving Zach Levine and his hectic contract. Bulls receiving. Now, I'm not sure if Derrick Rose can be involved in a sign of trade. Obviously, he's a free agent. Obviously, this would send him back to Chicago. But Bulls received Obi Toppin, Evan Fournier, the 2024 protected first round pick. Maybe you, you know, swap in a Grimes. Maybe they maybe they won't want more. Maybe they won't want another pick. But I don't think so. I think Chicago would just be happy if the New York Knicks decided to get Zach Levine's contract off their hands. Now, this was essentially give you a lineup of Jalen Brunson, Zach Levine at the two, R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, and Mitchell Robinson. And you're still keeping Emmanuel quickly. You still got Grimes off the bench. Josh Hart, who knows what happens with him. But Zach Levine and his crazy contract, Chris. What are your thoughts about this trade? I actually do not hate this. This actually um, seems pretty good. If, if, if this trade is possible, I think this would... Uh, I could see the Bulls actually taking this. And I think this actually would... Uh, granted, Zach Levine's contract is massive, but... I think he could help us, man. I think that's uh this is a good look right here, in my opinion. Even if you uh have to swap in Grimes. Um This may be too little for Chicago. It it may be, but man, I would I would I would I think I almost love it if we could pull this off. Yeah, I love it too. Now Zach Levine <laughs> signed a five year two hundred and fifteen million dollar contract extension with the Chicago Bulls. So next year he's getting paid 37 million. 
the year after that, 40 million, then 43, and then 45. Then he has a player option for $48 million. I don't know. I just feel like Zach Levine also name was linked with the New York Knicks. And um, I just feel like he's a type of star that they're, they'll be willing to go after, but not be willing to, you know, give too much for yeah. this to happen. You know, you're giving away a first round pick. You're giving away Obi top. And like I said, you may have to give Chicago more because, you know, future plans what the New York Knicks decide to do with Obi. Maybe they just decide, Hey, we're not going to resign the guy. So let's just give him up in a trade. Derek Rose is essentially a free agent this year. Maybe you just send him to Chicago um, so he can retire there back to his hometown. But Hey, um, who's to say it will happen. But so this is a yes from you. Yeah, this is a yes from me. I mean, I actually think this is, you know, this probably they probably would take that. I mean, you they might want a little bit more, but then again, the contract, you know, maybe it all balances it out. But I like it. Yes from me, for sure. Yes from this. you. Daryl says, I don't like Zach may not work with Jalen Brunson. That's a good point as well. I mean, you know, Zach needs a ball in his hands. Brunson needs a ball in his hands. And Zach is kind of a erratic shooter. So I don't know, you know. But hey, Knicks, whether or not they get their second guy. My, my thing is, is whether or not the Knicks have to figure out do you think the Knicks need a star or do you just think they need to build a, a solid foundation, solid team around Jalen Brunson? Because I, I, I'm sort of on the boat where. I don't feel like the Knicks need another star. Like, I just feel like if they surround Jalen Brunson and if they figure out the Julius Randle situation and we have a trade coming up that involves Julius Randle here shortly, but if they just figure out his situation, surround Jalen Brunson with a bunch of efficient shooters, I just feel like we'll be all right. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards that as well. I mean, Jalen Brunson, he's he's a star, man. Um, and Julius Randle, you know, they – for all he did in the playoffs or didn't do, I should say, in the playoffs, you know, he still produces for us and they they still play pretty well off of each other. So I don't necessarily think the Knicks need to go and hunt for a quote unquote star. I think they just have to be smart, you know, and sign players who play well with Brunson, you know, get us more shooters, get us more, you know, three and D type of players. I think that would be priority. Priority number one, right? <laughs> All right, let's move on to this next trade that involves the Los Angeles Clippers. Now, I know Chris likes this one, but well, yes. uh, I, I kind of revised it a little bit. So the Knicks receive <laughs> Paul George and the Clippers receive Evan Fournier, Mitchell Robinson, Quentin Grimes, and two first-round picks. Now, this essentially makes the Knicks a contender in the Eastern Conference. You're pairing Paul George with... Brunson and Rando, and obviously you would still have Quickly and Grimes. I mean, Quickly and Hart. Sorry, Grimes is going back in the deal. You're giving up two first-round picks, but you're essentially taking a risk on Paul George, who necessarily hasn't stayed healthy here these these past few years. Obviously, he was hurt this past season with the Los Angeles Clippers. Now, you're saying if you're saying, why would the Clippers do this? I mean, why not, man? The Los Angeles Clippers are, I get it, they're moving into a new building, but they have a situation with Kawhi Leonard. They got to figure out Paul George. I mean, who? I mean, I know he's the older player, but I just feel like we were just missing that in the playoffs, man. We were just missing that go getter, that bucket getter. And 
in this trade scenario, it's bringing Paul George to New York, and it's shipping out Evan Fournier. You're getting rid of his contract. It's going to hurt shipping out Mitchell Robinson, but you can look at guys like Nas Reed on the free agent market. You can always plug and play the center position. Maybe get yourself a center that can actually shoot the ball and complement the pieces around him if you're shipping out Mitchell Robinson. Quentin Grimes is the one that stinks to go. Obviously, you want to see him grow. Obviously, he has taken steps here. And obviously, the two first-round picks. I mean, Knicks would still have a boatload of picks after that. But, hey, you got to give to get. Accept or decline, Chris, this trade. Paul George to the New York Knicks. I would accept this trade simply because I think now for maybe three podcasts now, I've been saying how much I would want Paul George on the Knicks. I just think he's the perfect fit for us. Um, If we had him during this playoff run, I think, you know, he would have been amazing. He is exactly what we needed. Somebody who can make some tough shots, create their own shot. And not only that, play team ball and play on both ends of the floor. Um, I know we're not getting the Paul George of, you know, primetime Paul George, but he's still good enough, in my opinion, to take us to another level. Um, And it would suck to give up Quentin Grimes. You know, initially I saw a trade maybe including Rose, but again, not sure if he can be included in trades like this. But I think it's worth the gamble considering where we're at. Um, I would definitely do this trade. What are the risks in this trade, do you think, that the New York Knicks will be hesitant um, about giving the Clippers the first-round picks, 24-26 first-round pick, or is it Grimes? Because not for nothing, Mitchell Robinson was really good in the playoffs. Like, he was really good until he met his match and facing the Miami Heat, until he met his match facing Bam Adebayo, which pretty much they neutralized Mitchell Robinson in the Miami Heat. I mean... They made it to the, to the finals, but Mitchell Robinson was treating the Cleveland Cavaliers like they were his children as well. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> obviously, it, it, you see, you guys see a trend in all these trade uh, packages. It's Evan Fournier. <laughs> the trend yeah. is Evan Fournier giving up Fournier's contract, and you got to make the money match somehow. Paul George's contract is a pretty heck heavy one. So in this trade, the Knicks get their other star. Man, they get the trio of Paul George. You pair him with Brunson, Randall. There's your trio in New York. Yeah, I, I right. like that. I mean, I think you'd be a little hesitant just because, you know, Paul George hasn't been healthy. Um, And then again, I like you said, I personally would love the Knicks to, if we traded Mitchell Robinson, I would love the Knicks to go after somebody like a Nas Reed because, again, he's in somebody who spaces the floor, um, defends pretty well, maybe not at Mitchell Robinson's, you know, level but well enough and i think you know i think that would work great for us um and who knows i mean originally i would have liked to give up you know derrick rose in this trade i i don't want to give up quentin grimes but you know we're gonna have to give up something rose is essentially gone you know yeah exactly free agent i don't see maybe they bring him back but i don't see that well, I mean, the Clippers were interested in CP3, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> that I is think true. Rose, I'm, maybe I'm biased, but I think Rose would, would offer them something, you know? I mean, CP3 is a little bit washed at this point. Not That's that Derrick Rose is. I think that, Derrick Rose has a bit more in the tank, at least. Yeah. Daryl in the chat says, this sounds good, but will Paul George stay 
healthy? That is a million dollar question, man. Um, you know, Paul George, a lot of these NBA athletes just started their Paul George has a podcast and, you know, he, he, he says that he's good right now, but Hey, he's an older player. Obviously we know when the New York Knicks back in 2012, 2013, Paul George was on that Indiana team when the New York Knicks lost to them. So he's been in the league for a while, whether or not the Knicks go in that direction to me, that's like a championship direction move. Like that's your final piece. You think that Paul George is your final piece because he has a lot of mileage on his body. So to me, you only go after Paul George if you feel like you're right there and you're ready to contend in the Eastern Conference. Um, you know, a lot of teams in the East, my Boston may trade Jalen Brown. Um, there's been rumors about him going back home to Atlanta. Um, you know, there's going to be movement. You know, teams are not going to stay stagnant, which is why I do think the Knicks will make a move um, in the summer um, coming up. So. Knicks are nice, says the Knicks need a stretch five. You know what's crazy is that Isaiah Hardenstein came into the season shooting threes. He was shooting threes with the Los Angeles Clippers, and then he came to New York, and then he shot. I remember that one three-point shot that he shot in the preseason, and everyone was going crazy. I was going crazy, and then we just ha- we just never saw it again. Like <laughs> We just never saw iHeart shooting threes. It was just one of those classic, uh, you know, Knicks acquisitions that, they come here and they they lose a skill. You know, it's it's nuts. <laughs> he was legit a three point threat when he was with the Clippers. I mean, and I mean, it's just it's just weird how that works out. You know. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, hopefully this season coming up though he can re- re- rediscover that stroke because that would be amazing. That would give us so many options. That would. All right, we got one more trade left. It involves the Minnesota Timberwolves and the New York Knicks. And this is a big one. Coming to the New York Knicks, we have Carl Anthony Towns. The old famous Carl Anthony Towns. The guy has been rumored to come to the New York Knicks for like how many years now, Chris? Like five <laughs> years now he's been rumored. Carl Anthony Towns is finally coming home along with Jaden McDaniels. And I say that because he's a good player. And it may seem like the Knicks are giving up a lot here, okay? But you're getting rid of Julius Randle. You're getting rid of what some fans might call it, the agony of Randle. And you're getting rid of Quinta Grimes. And you're getting rid of Sims. And you're throwing in the Washington first round pick. Now, the reason why I gave up Randle and Grimes along with the first round pick is because I really love Jaden McDaniels. And whether or not, and look, the Minnesota Timberwolves, they are, when it comes to first-round picks, they really don't have any. They gave up all their first-round picks to trade for Rudy Gobert, and look how that turned out. So they're going to be intrigued by a first-round pick. Maybe you can get them trading Jaden McDaniels to the New York Knicks. Who knows? But, Carl Anthony Towns is coming home. His contract is more than Julius Randle's contract. I believe he has another year. Like I said in the previous podcast, Randle's contract isn't all that bad as as well. But Towns, whether or not you want to say he's more efficient, whether or not you want to say that he would fit our team better, maybe. But Wolves get Randle, Grimes, Sims, and a first. Knicks get Carl Anthony Towns, Jaden McDaniels, Chris I would do this simply. It's not for the fact that we're getting Towns, but 
it's the fact that we're getting Jaden McDaniels because McDaniels is super young, and I feel like he is a star that's been, you know, on the Wolves squad. Obviously, we know that um, he broke his hand with the Wolves, but I just love Jaden McDaniels. So what are your thoughts about this? Cat coming to the Garden, Randall getting shipped to Minnesota, along with Grimes and Sims. <laughs> this one... You know, at first I, I saw this and I was like, no, <laughs> hell no, no way. But I also do like Jaden McDaniels. It's just Carl Anthony Towns doesn't really move the needle for me, in my opinion. At, at least when you pair him together with Julius Randle. I do think it may work, you know, Carl Anthony Towns with Jalen Brunson. I could see that working. Um, But I don't know. I almost feel like... Giving up, giving up the 20, 2024 first might be a lot, in my opinion. Because there's rumors that the Washington Wizards are going to blow up that team, you know. There's rumors that they're basically going to shoot everybody. Yeah. That could be Smart a really point. valuable pick, you know. Um, but that's protected. I think that's protected. That pick is protected. Okay. So. Okay. But I guess, you know what? I guess I would lean towards Yes. In a surprise move, <laughs> I would lean towards yes because I do like Jaden McDaniels. That's that's a nice piece to get. Um, he could turn into something special, and you know maybe maybe getting Towns in here, although his contract is a little, Wonky. a little bit more, yeah. In comparison to Randall's, which Randall's is you know pretty team friendly at this point, but you do get rid of all the headaches. That come with Julius Randle, you know, the effort, the uh, who's he going to fight on our team. <laughs> um, yeah. But then again, Carl Anthony Towns has had his moments, too. Let's let's not forget about nice. that as well. He's probably not at Randle's level, but he's also had moments on the bench where he's gone off on teammates. That is true. But I'll lean towards yes. <laughs> that is true. Almighty Finesse in the chat was good. He also says, I do this trade only for Jaden McDaniels. That's why I brought it up because, look, I'm really, I'm really high on Jaden McDaniels, whether or not the Timberwolves get rid of him. Grimes, love, I love you as a player, but we're getting Jaden McDaniels. And Jaden McDaniels, I believe, is like 6'9", man. He can play defense, and he can he can score the rock, man. And you're bringing him with Towns to New York, so you're essentially bringing two starters um, maybe you can throw in McDaniels off the bench. Who knows? Still super young. I believe he's like 20 years old as well. But the Towns rumors, I I, I don't want to say that I'm getting nervous, Chris. But the Carlton <laughs> Towns rumors are, you know, I feel like every summer it's like Towns to the Knicks, yeah. Towns to the Knicks, Towns to the Knicks. He was at the Yankee game a few weeks ago. Yeah. The connection is just there with the CAA. Granted, I know he doesn't really have a great pass with Tom Thibodeau, but the connections are there with CAA. In my opinion, if you're bringing Towns to the New York Knicks, you would have to ship away Julius Randle because I just don't see that pairing working at all. That's like, you know, like I said earlier, it's like a lateral move. They're not really compatible. Right. So in this move, you're bringing Jaden McDaniels, getting rid of Julius Randle, and... Jericho Sims, he's a third center right now. And the first-round pick, whether or not you want to give that up as well. But, hey, Timberwolves seem like they need to do something. Um, there was a report that came out um, a couple of days ago that Carl Anthony Towns will probably get traded. And it's all a matter of where. 
Um, where would he get traded? Who knows? But the Timberwolves are seemingly, they want to build um, around Anthony Edwards. Obviously, you would want to build around him. But this bringing Towns to New York, we shall see, man. Where there's smoke, there's fire, right? Yep. We'll see, man. I, I He's been linked so much to the Knicks, you know. It wouldn't shock me, but if we could pull in somebody like a Jaden McDaniels along with Carl Anthony Towns, that'll definitely soften the blow. Yeah. Um, and like you said, we definitely have to give up a Randall. I don't see that. Co- I don't see that happening at all. I don't see them playing Towns at the five and then, you know, Randall at the four. Yeah. I mean, just yeah, look at him that. and uh, what's his face? They, they just don't yeah. work well together <laughs> at all. So imagine pairing a clone of Randall and Towns together on the same court. It's just not compatible. It's not working. <laughs> it's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, I let's, agree. Let's hit up some of these comments. Cat getting traded in the coming weeks. Yeah, we've heard about that. Um, Carl Anthony Towns is looking like the Timberwolves are going to move on for, from him, um, whether that's to the Knicks. Obviously, like Chris said, whether where there's smoke, there is fire. Daryl Ferguson says this is another good trade because Randall is same. Anthony is same. Good fit. I'm, I'm guessing you're trying to say um, he's a good, he's a better fit than uh, Julius Randall. Um, I could see that. I mean, I could. He's a little softer than Randall, which I don't like. Randall's a little. Yeah. He plays a little bully ball. Towns doesn't really get down in the trenches like that, but. Could be a better fit. Yeah. Almighty Finesse says, I think Cat will end up being a New York Nick. Chris, man. It's inevitable. I mean, I don't I don't know. I guess I wouldn't really hate it. Um, maybe the contract a bit, but who knows? Maybe maybe that's a fresh start for Julius Randle and same thing for Towns. Maybe he comes maybe he comes to New York with a different mindset. Maybe he makes us that much better, you know? He can stretch the floor, you know? Three-point contest winner. <laughs> it could work, right? You got to throw that in there, right? Three-point contest winner. I had to. I had to. Almighty Finesse says, would y'all trade for OG? OG Ananobi. Obviously, the Toronto Raptors is looking like they're going to trade either Siakam or OG. Um, I, I don't because I feel like the Knicks weren't really lacking defense in the playoffs. I just felt like they were lacking that bucket getter they were lacking that player that can knock down a shot and you know efficiency the Knicks were just terrible against the Miami Heat it was Jalen Brunson and pretty much no one else showed up against the Heat and I just feel like the Knicks whether or not they need to get stronger shooting the three or just an efficient mid-range post-up player that can give you a knockdown uh, mid-range jump shot Chris yeah um I think the Knicks kicked the tires on OG, you know, and and the rumor, at least around the league, was that the prices were sky high for this guy. Um, We've spoken about it in the past as well, and he's a really nice player, but like you said, we need uh, shot makers here, and uh, OG is a nice player. I don't think he's what we need at this point in time. But, um, But, yeah, I mean, I just don't see the fit at this at this point in time with the Knicks, at least. Yeah. Adam Hurley in the chat says Nick should pick up Moses Brown off waivers. He's 7-2 and average 15 points and 15 rebounds per 36. He's only 20 
three years old. We're going to go through um, some of these free agents here in a second, but we just wanted to get give uh, give you guys some trade ideas about this summer, what we thought would be um, some, you know, cool, wonky trade ideas for the New York Knicks. But I just don't think OG, regarding OG again, OG is going to be cheaper because he's an expiring true. But I just, you know, I just feel like we need, he's, He's not really a great three-point shooter, and when you pair OG with Barrett, and it's just I don't like that fit. I just don't like that fit, guys. Yeah. Um, going back to Moses Brown, actually, he had a cup of coffee with the Knicks. Actually, the Knicks had actually signed Moses Brown to a two-way contract. And, yeah. Um, and they let him go. <laughs> He's actually now with the, uh, I believe he's back with he's with uh, Brooklyn. He's or back with Brooklyn. with Brooklyn. Yeah, so he he had a cup of tea with us here. But <laughs> funny that was mentioned. I had yeah. to look it up really. Um. Yeah. So let's go through. Hold on. Let me put up these uh, free agents secondary. All right. Here we go. All right. Let me. Uh... Try to move this a little bit. All right. Bear with me one second. There's some free agents that I'm interested in this year. Um, one of them is actually playing in the finals right now. Ooh. Bruce Brown. Yeah, he balled out the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Brooklyn Nets for letting him go. But, yeah. Um, I like Bruce Brown a lot. So, yeah. All right. So NBA free agent wise, you guys can chime, chime in as well. Um, we could talk about Kai Soto as well. Yeah. Kai Soto. I put out a video about Kai Soto and Knicks are, um, they're going to be hosting him in Tarrytown. Um, a little mini camp seeing he, if he can be on our summer league roster, obviously that'll be pretty cool for Kai Soto. He's like seven two. Still, still raw, still raw prospect, Chris. But that'd be cool. That'd be interesting. It would be somebody that with potential. You got to take a flyer on them. Exactly. Um, all right. So free agent wise, obviously we have James Harden at the top. Chris Middleton um, has a player option. Um, um, Kyrie Irving is probably going to resign with Dallas. Who knows? Maybe go to L.A. Westbrook, Chris. No, no Westbrook. No Westbrook. Um, I warmed up to that back when we thought he might have come to the Knicks, but no, I think that's uh, done. That's done. Fred Van Vliet, no, don't need him, doesn't fit. Barnes, no. Jeremy Grant, Karis LeVert, no. Gary Trent Jr. has a player option. Don't know if he's going to pick that up. Um, Vucevic. He's another big that can uh, stretch the floor. I mean, that that would be interesting. I kind of like that. Yeah. Um. Uh. Jay Crowder, Victor Oladipo. Look, there's guys that will complement your team well. Um. Brooke, Brooke Lopez. <laughs> That'd be nice. Brooke Lopez just does not seem to. To me, if get you're going over. after yeah, if you're going after Lopez, you're <laughs> probably going to have to ship out either. Um. Hardenstein or Robinson because obviously this just doesn't work with them on the team. 
Will Barton, Christian Wood doesn't play a lick of defense. Taylor Horton, Tucker, player option. Alec Burke has a club option. Uh, this is the guy I'm targeting right here, man. Bruce Brown Jr. Bruce Brown Jr. I mean, I just love the way he plays. I really do. Um, he's playing his ass off in the finals right now. Denver is one win away from winning the championship. Obviously, where does he fit with Josh Hart coming? I mean, obviously, the resigning news of Josh Hart. Hopefully, we can resign him and the Emmanuel quickly upcoming contract extension. Obviously, one of those players, in my opinion, probably have to not sign with the Knicks in order to get Bruce Brown. But I just love the way he plays, man. I just do. Can you believe Denver got him for $6 million? Ridiculous. I mean, I'll be honest. I, I didn't know too much about <laughs> Brown. Um, granted, seeing him in Brooklyn, but the way he's playing right now in the finals, he, I'd definitely take a take a look at him, man. If he, if he brought that to the Knicks, we'd be a lot better. Yeah, for sure. Hit some of these comments. Um, no, bro, I don't want Lopez... No Lopez here. <laughs> Someone says Vucevic is interesting. Eh, I don't think so. I don't he, really. <laughs> he, is. he has a he has a really good back to the basket game. Yeah, I know this because killed us many times, and he could hit that three ball. I mean, he's he's good defensively as well. So that's true. Again, somebody who you have to get rid of. Uh, definitely a Mitchell Robinson in that case, in my opinion. Yeah, next hundred GM man. What's up, man? TJ Warren might be a good fit, but the thing is, where would Warren play, right? Where would he play? I don't I don't know. Um Wiggins and Cat are on the way. Almighty finesse as Wiggins and Cat are on the way. Adam Hurley, man, what's going on? You need a center that can score and rebound, not just rebound. Hey, we brought that up early in the stream. Um we had a trade package surrounding uh Miles Turner coming from Indiana to the New York Knicks. Um and Mitch Robinson being shipped out to Indiana along with Obi, but yeah, I was telling Kristas, man, we need a high, a center that can do it all because I just feel like personally the, the days of having a center that is limited on offense, especially, you know, centers that just catch lobs and really can't do really much else on offense, I just think those days are probably going to come to an end fairly quickly. Just my opinion. I could be wrong, but. No, yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense. Um the only thing is, you know, even going back to the the playoffs, we we saw the best and the worst of Mitchell Robinson, right? We saw Mitchell Robinson manhandle two all-star bigs from the Cavs, and then we saw him get destroyed by Bam Adebayo over and over again. Yeah. So, I mean, um, I think you're spot on. I think eventually that's just going to be the case. You can't have a traditional big, at least not one who can – you got to have a little bit something other than just, you know, catching lobs. You got to be able to hit a little hook shot or something, a mid-range shot. Just something to keep the defense honest, you know. Exactly. It puts you at a disadvantage in this day and age. Knicks 100 GM brings up a famous target that, you know, a yeah. lot of Knicks fans have been talking about. Nas Reed. Nas I like it. Reed. He, I like he's it. He's somebody the Knicks should definitely go after. Seth Curry, don't need him. Mason Plumley, don't need him. Yaka Portal, hmm, interesting. I didn't even know he's he was an unrestricted free agent. I think Toronto uh, resigns him, though. Yeah, I was going to say they just acquired him. I don't see them letting him go. Ooh, what about 
What about Rui Hachimura? What about Rui Hachimura? Like, I feel like he would be like a perfect fit on our team. Like, I really do. Um, he showed a lot in the playoffs with the Lakers. And what's crazy is that during his stint in Washington, he didn't show this at all. And then when he got to L.A., I really like his game, man. And he's a restricted free agent. Whether or not the Lakers bring him back, who knows? Um, that's all predicated on the fact that if they go after Kyrie Irving. But Rui Hachimura, man. I don't know. I'm intrigued by Hachimura. Hachimura like to the Knicks? Even when he was on the Wizards, he, he was somebody I always, you know, watched because he, he – I like his game. He has he has a really good shot. He plays defense. You know, he can stretch the floor as well. And then he got traded to the Lakers. And, it was, he, you know, nobody really thought too much about it, but that was a really good sneaky trade by the Lakers on getting Rui. And um, I'd be shocked if they let him go, but I'd definitely make a bid for Rui. I think he would fit with us pretty good. Ooh, I mean, Almighty Finesse brings up a good one, too. Yeah, I like Rui, too. Um, I just think um, he'll probably... Somebody will probably throw a bag at him. Uh, somebody yeah, that's will. what I'm saying. You know, Knicks I put a really... bid in, but I yeah. don't see us winning. <laughs> yeah, Knicks are nice in the chat. says Lakers are finna throw the bag at Rui, yeah. So, um, but Almighty brings up a good one. Lonnie Walker. Um, didn't... Yeah. I believe Lonnie Walker wasn't Lonnie Walker out of no, I remember he had that great game in the playoffs and then he just wasn't in the rotation. Um so he'll be a good, you know, break glass in case of emergency if the Knicks need scoring, like but then again Tom Toto's probably not even playing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's that aspect of it. Well, I mean, I think it'll be nice to get you know, our team is pretty young. It'll be nice to get young guys who can contribute, but that is the big, big curveball, you know, Tibbs. You know, some of these guys will come in, and if Tibbs doesn't like them, will they ever see the court? Who knows? Who knows? Went to a nine-man rotation. Got to remember that. <laughs> yeah. um, Daryl Ferguson says, resigning Hart is a must. Um, I agree. I agree it's a must. Um, I do, but I also would like the Knicks to look at all their options out there. You know, Josh Hart was amazing for us, but I just, I was like, we said, like I said in the last podcast, I was just a little bit queasy about the Knicks giving Josh Hart 70, 80 million and then going ahead and giving Emmanuel quickly 70, 80 million dollars. Both of them are probably going to be bench players for this team. And I was just a little bit hesitant about giving both of those players that amount of money. Yeah. I think I think when it comes to Hart, just how he came in here, you know, and just meshed so well with us, I think you just got to resign him. Um, plus, there's the whole Jalen Brunson. You know Jalen Brunson wants to play with, with Hart. So you almost got to keep, you know, Josh Hart on this team. And funny you mentioned – it was um, mentioned recently that uh, Hart wants Dante DiVincenzo. Oh, yeah. Knicks. I saw that that rumor as well. Here we go. Dante DiVincenzo. Obviously, he was with the Bucks, and then he went to the Golden State Warriors. He can shoot the ball. But then again, you have, <laughs> if you get Dante, I'm going to go down on this, Chris. You know where I'm going with this. 
You get Dante yeah, DiVincenzo, Quentin Grimes, Emmanuel Quickly, Josh Hart. Where are these guys playing, right? But I like Dante, man. I, I really do. But, you know, which is why I have in the back of my mind, I really do think the Knicks have a trade that's coming yeah. this summer because okay. then that opens up playing time for these guys. But Knicks, the cap space situation is tricky. We don't really have that much cap space, but obviously they can make it work by, you know, getting rid of Evan Fournier and, and, and such. But, yeah, uh, Josh Hart wants Dante on the team. I like it. I really do. But if, if if me if if that just means Grimes, I don't know. I just you get you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I just think uh, you know if if Josh Hart is saying it, then maybe that's something Brunson wants as well. And you know the Knicks are gonna do anything to keep Brunson happy. But you know it's true. I mean, I I do think again where there's smoke, there's fire. And um, it wouldn't surprise me, like you said, the Knicks probably have something in the works with a team somewhere for a trade that's probably going to shake things up and allow other pieces to fall in, fall into place. For sure. Let me just hit up some of these comments. Almighty says, Obi got to go also. Hey, man, we shall see and regarding Obi Toppin. I think that me and Chris think that, you know, his days as a New York Knicks, as a New York Knicks are numbered. Um if you haven't done so already, hit that thumbs up button in the chat. Subscribe to the channel as well. Come join us here in the chat. We're just going down the free agent list, chopping it up with the um, free agent market, seeing what the Knicks can scrap up and, you know, get on their team. Obviously, the cast space is limited, but who knows, man? Who knows? Knicks are nice, says the Knicks need a backup point guard. Emmanuel Quickly, sir. Yeah. Unless you don't like Emmanuel Quickly doing that role, but... CP3? Chris Paul? <laughs> you want Chris Paul next and nice? <laughs> I don't see Chris Paul uh, coming off the bench, but... <laughs> yeah, me neither. Cam Reddish. <laughs> hey, let's bring him back. Bring back Cam. Kill a Cam. Jeff Green, veteran presence. Probably go to a contender. Obviously, he's about to win a championship. Um, Who else is on this list? Not too many guys that I'm interested in. Um, Blake Griffin stinks. Andre Iguodala's past his prime. Um, he's way past his prime. <laughs> Austin Rivers stinks. Jordan stinks. All right, now we're getting to the scrap heap. TJ Warren. Mm. No. No, thank you, right? All right, let's go back up. All right, so Porzingis, do we reunite with Porzingis? That's been floating around too. Yeah, <laughs> you're not doing that unless you get rid of Randall, in my opinion. Um, I think? Malik Beasley. In my um, opinion, that look, I was listening to the the um, who was it? Um, it was a podcast. Uh, I forgot who it was, but if the Lakers are going to go the Kyrie Irving route, they're going to have to make some tough decisions, whether or not that's, you know, letting Rui Hachimura go, you know, Malik Beasley. These guys are probably not going to be on their team. So these guys are probably going to be available, but I like Beasley. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. He's another one that was again, a part of the, the, the Laker trade. Um, I like him. I mean, he can knock down shots, and at times he was probably one of the 
most important players for the Lakers. So I yeah. definitely wouldn't mind having Beasley on, on the Knicks. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that as well. I said some of these comments. What about a trade for the big man in Philadelphia? He goes by the name of Joel and Bede. That would be nice. I don't think they go that route, but it would be nice to get an MVP in here. Not going to lie to you, but uh, they just got a new coach. They're scared that James Harden might be on the way out. So uh, I don't know. We talked about it in the last podcast. I would like it, but Chris is on the other end of that spectrum. Yeah, I mean, with with having a, it's Nick Nurse, right? Nick Nurse came in there. Yeah, I don't I don't see them letting Embiid go, especially if Harden's on his way. I don't see them getting a coach like Nick Nurse just to blow it up, basically. You know, I don't see that at all. But I could be wrong. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, we you you have to wonder. Derek Rose is probably on the way out. Fournier is probably on the way out. So the Knicks have to you know fill those roster spots with. Veteran, in my opinion, you should get some veteran leadership up in here, man. Um, maybe, you know, Kevin Love. Maybe that would be a, a nice, you know, third power forward off the bench. He's not the same, but he can knock down an open three. Um, Karis Levert, an unrestricted free agent. I think the Cavs have to bring back Levert because they're in a tough predicament. They don't really have any assets, really. So they kind of in a kind of calling a rock in a hard place, but. Gary Trent Jr., Chris, he has a player option. And we talked about him during, you know, the trading deadline. I would like Gary Trent to be on the Knicks, but I don't know. I just don't see them going that route because I just see him commanding a lot of money because in the open market, you know, he's going to get that bag. Three-point yep, shooter. He's a, he's a good he's a good player. Again, another player who plays both, both sides of the ball uh, pretty well. And he's going to get paid, man. I don't. It would have been nice. To, I definitely was interested in him in the, around the trade deadline, but you know. Then again, if we did get him, where would he play? Again, questions with uh, just having too many guards, too many, too many people to play right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, so obviously, Knicks fans. Some Knicks fans want Hart back. Some Knicks fans want us resign quickly. But Chris, if I were to give you two options, if I were to get everyone in the chat two options. Resign Josh Hart to seventy, eighty million dollars over four years, or go get Bruce Brown for forty million, half that. Knicks have to, you know, these are the tough decisions, which you know will be taking place this summer because I know. Well, you can't get Bruce Brown because you know obviously we have the the bird rights for Josh Hart, so we can resign Josh Hart. But I'm just saying, like. Compare the two players, like Bruce Brown's probably going to get less than Josh Hart, but Josh Hart's meant so much to this team, and he's done a lot, but you just have to be careful about giving him that back. Yeah, I mean, I think I still like Josh Hart. Um, I know Bruce Brown is balling out, but then I saw Bruce Brown in Brooklyn where he didn't look anywhere near as what he's doing now. I mean, uh, yeah. That's true. It could be a story about the system, you know. You go one place, you know, the system doesn't favor your talents, and then you end up on the Nuggets, and you're balling out like crazy. Yeah. Who knows if he does the Knicks, you know. We know what we're getting with Hart, and that's just pure hustle, you know, clutch threes every now and then. Might not be the greatest, you know, offensive threat, but you can't teach Hart, man. 
No pun intended, right? <laughs> Almighty Finesse says if we get unintended. Trent, <laughs> if we get Trent Jr., he has to be our starting too. That would be nice, but um I don't think, you know, the Knicks don't they don't really have that much cast space, so you know, but for those of you that are just joining us, we'll go through these trades one more time, and then we'll head out of here. Appreciate you guys um, in the chat. Um, we've just been chopping it up, going through the free agent list. We put together some, put together some trades. First trade package. Knicks receive Miles Turner, Chris Durante, Pacers receive Obi Toppin, Mitchell Robinson, and a 2024 first-round pick. Might be too much for Miles Turner and Chris Durante, but the Pacers are getting their power forward in Obi Toppin. I said I would think about doing this chris said no way jose second trade we have zach levine coming to the new york knicks bulls received Derek rose don't really know if Derek rose can be involved in the sign and trade situation but this would obviously send Derek rose back to chicago along with ob fornier to make the money work 2024 protect their first round pick knicks are getting zach levine they're getting their other star whether or not you want to call him a star or not um chris <laughs> liked this one you like this one right yeah, I like this yeah. one. It, it's a it's a little bit of a of a risk, I guess you could say, because that yeah. that contract. But I like it. Third trade, we have Knicks receiving Paul George, the injury prone Paul George. Clippers receiving Fournier, Mitchell Robinson, Quentin Grimes, two first round picks. This obviously puts the Knicks in contention in the Eastern Conference if they were to get rid of Grimes and get rid of Mitchell Robinson. Obviously, you would keep Hart and quickly pair Paul George with Jalen Brunson. That's a, that, that's a squad if Paul George can stay healthy. Um, I, I wouldn't know if I, I don't know if I could do this because Paul George is age. If he was like a few years younger, yeah, but, you know, I like the Paul George idea, Chris. I really did, but it's just the age right now for me that's really scaring me off in the injury history. Yeah, and that's the that's probably the biggest factor in this. But I I just think he has more to give at this point in time. He's not prime time Paul George. I get that, but he's shown it even as even even this past year. He's 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 shown it this season that uh without Kawhi Leonard he can still carry the load, you know. And he wouldn't need to do that on the Knicks. So that's why I think he'd just be such a good fit for us. Exactly. And the last trade we came up with was the big one. Knicks proceed. Receive Carl Anthony Towns, the almighty Carl Anthony Towns rumors, and Jaden McDaniels. That's important because the Knicks give up Randall Grimes, Sims, and a 2024 Washington pick that I believe is protected as well. But this is a big one because the Knicks receive Jaden McDaniels in return with Carl Anthony Towns, and they're getting rid of Julius Randall. But Towns' contract, uh, I don't know. But Towns' rumors are heating up, so. Who knows, yeah. man? Who knows? Um, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, just saying it's, it's it's definitely possible. We've been hearing Towns, you know, to the Knicks for some time now. And, you know, it wouldn't surprise me. I'm kind of warming up to it in a sense, but mostly because of Jaden McDaniels. If we could get him in that package, I think that'd be a win. Yeah, for sure. Amadi Finesse says, I would do the Knicks and Pacers trade in a heartbeat obviously that's bringing in miles turner to the new york knicks well we shall see man we shall see chris did we miss anything tonight no i think we we hit on a lot of stuff here good stuff man 
Good stuff. We hit on the Randall ankle injury, whether or not you think that affected his player performance or not, whether or not, you know, maybe um, we talked about maybe the touchy subject about maybe it being a PR move so he can, yeah. you know, lessen the blow a little bit. Um, I do think he was actually hurt, and hopefully Randall can get healthy. Um, next mini camp this week, Kai Soto will be there as well. We talked about Scott Perry and the New York Knicks parted ways. And, yeah, NBA Finals. You think the Denver Nuggets are going to wrap it up on Monday against the Miami Heat? Yeah, I mean, it, it's over. It's over. I don't see the Nuggets. <laughs> I don't see this yeah. going to the game side. I think the Nuggets got this wrapped up. Too much firepower on that Nuggets team. They're playing way well. Better than I expected, at least. Um, you know, especially after the Heat took one of those games in a convincing fashion. And, you know. Again, credit to, credit to the Heat for making it as far as they did. Um, but, you know, Nuggets are just a force to be reckoned with right now. It's their time. Yeah, I think they wrap it up indeed on Monday. Appreciate everyone that joining that joined today. Obviously, when we get some Knicks news, we will be serving you guys for sure. The draft is coming up. But the New York Knicks, of course, do not own a first-round pick in this coming draft. Whether or not they get in the draft and trade in the draft is to be determined we have the josh hart situation the contract the manu quickly's contract a lot of movement might be going down this summer but appreciate you guys once again check out my latest video about kai soto about him working out for the new york knicks this week this has been fun this has been episode 12 of the knicks nation podcast we will be back when we get some more news as well i'm anthony that is chris appreciate every single one of you again in the chat Nick's a nice, Nick's 100 GM, um, who I'm missing, Almighty Finesse, um, just going down the list, Adam, Darryl, uh, just going down the list, appreciate all, every single one of you, YouTube clips in the chat, um, thanks for tuning in tonight, we'll be back soon, wrap it up, B, like Nick's 100 GM said, <laughs> if you're on yes, Apple, Spotify, follow the follow the podcast, YouTube, subscribe to the channel. I'm Anthony. That is Chris. Peace. Peace.